A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's a good show! Honeys, hi, welcome. It's December, can you believe it? Can you believe we're here? The end of this damn year! What a crazy year we've had, okay? So I decided to end the year with a bang. And by a bang, I mean the guests for December are slaying it. I'm having two medical professionals as well as four very, very talented comedians as my guests. I'm calling it Winter Wellness Holiday Haha. So get excited. Today is the first winter wellness episode with Lena Metcalf, who is a physician's assistant who has injected my face. And we're going to talk about it. Before we get into that, I just wanted to make a fun deal with y'all, sort of a, a contest, a dare of sorts. I got so many messages from last week's episode and comments on my Instagram about my body and how I should be proud of my body and nobody understands why I don't want to go to the Korean spa and I should go. And then I realized if I did go to the Korean spa and I got naked and I let a stranger scrub my thighs and ass and whatnot, you know, with mitts and I walked around naked in the spa, it really would be an experience that I could share with y'all as well as for my own personal growth because we should do things that scare us, right? So I'm going to make a deal with y'all. And part of me is knowing this is a very tall order, so it kind of means I might not have to do it. So this all plays into it. But if Natch Butte gets 2,000 iTunes reviews before 2019, I will go to the Korean spa and I will document the whole process so nobody will think I lied. And I will come on here and obviously make a full app or a moment on it. Nash Butte currently has 1.4K, so this is a pretty tall order. I mean, almost 25% increase in three weeks. That's why I'm doing this, because I feel like it's probably not going to happen, and then I'm not going to have to go to the Korean spa. But if the hardcore honeys are listening, you want to go on iTunes and pop a review over to Nash Butte, I'm going to get naked, and I'm going to tell you all about it. And I'll get the scrub. I will get the scrub. I will get naked, let a lady scrub my fucking legs, my inner thighs, my ass, my breasts, my pussy, and my crack. Okay, I'll go there if I get 2,000 iTunes reviews by the end of 2018, okay? I'll even say January 1st, 2019. I will open up the computer and I will check. And if we're at 2K... Baby, I'll make my reservation. So that's on you now, honeys. If you want me to do that, write those reviews, okay? I'm counting on y'all to not come through, honestly, because I don't want to do it. But I'll do it. I'm a woman of my word. I have integrity. I'm a fucking Scorpio, okay? Last thing I wanted to say... Indie Beauty Expo Los Angeles is coming up quick. It is going to be Wednesday, January 23rd. It's in downtown L.A. It's from 5 to 9. That's basically when anybody can come and get your shop on me, indie brands, get samples, chat. I'll be running around. I'm going to do some Natch Butte recordings, and I would love to get some of my honeys on the mic and do an episode with all the honeys coming in and talking about their favorite episodes, their favorite products, things like that, asking me questions maybe. So I want as many honeys in L.A. and in the surrounding area to come hang out with me at Indie Beauty Expo. And they gave me a code today that I wanted to share with y'all. So if you go to IndieBeautyExpo.com, you can buy a ticket to Shop Indie at Indie Beauty L.A., which again is Wednesday, January 23rd, and it's at 5 to 9 p.m. So it's an evening event, honey. Yes, you can go after work. Code NATCH20LA will give you 20% off of a general admissions ticket, which is very exciting. That's a pretty good discount, honestly. NATCH20LA. I'll put this on NATCHB.com as well. Now, they also offer a VIP ticket where you get this big bag of stuff. So I can't give you all a discount for that, but it's an amazing deal. So if you got money, honey, get you a VIP. This is for my honeys on a budge, and I know my honeys love a discount code. So IndieBeautyExpo.com. Natch 20 LA will get you 20% off a general admission ticket. I hope I see y'all there. Now, with that being said, get those iTunes reviews going, honey. And let's enjoy Winter Wellness December, baby! You, ooh, you, ooh, are a natural beauty. You, ooh, 
you are a natch-pute, 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 natch-pute. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Natch Butte. <laughs> Welcome to Natch Butte. Welcome to December. Welcome, ho, 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 everybody. Get excited for December. I can't believe it's the end of the year, but that's okay. That's okay. It's great. We love the passage of time. Uh, welcome to Natch Butte. This is your host, Jackie Johnson, the queen of creams, your host with the most serums. Um, get excited because we have now entered winter wellness. That is what I'm calling my December exciting guests, all about wellness. You know, in in here in this studio, we usually just have a bunch of idiots in here, you know, yapping our gums about products. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're talking about. But guess what? Today, I have a very educated guest. <laughs> Y'all have been coming at me hard saying, can we get somebody in here that knows about skin and dermatology and actually knows what they're talking about? We want to know about filler. We want to know about acne. We want to know about peels. We want to know about skin. Honey, you're welcome. I've come through. Let me tell you a little about my guest here. She is a PAC. We will find out what that means in a second. <laughs> she works here in Los Angeles at Facile Dermatology and Boutique. They have two locations. One is in West Hollywood. One is in Pasadena. And they're open on Saturdays. And she knows all things cosmetic dermatology, treatments, fillers, injectables. And if we're being honest, she has injected me. Which we will talk about. She's a damn genius. The only person I trust with this sacred face. And Lena Metcalf is here. Welcome to Natch Butte. Thank you so much. And you've much. never been on a pod. No, this is my first time. So excited. Thank you, know, you for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, in L.A., we say it's like getting a jury summons. It's like, oh, another podcast. So no. the fact that you haven't been on one yet, you're probably very happy to be here. I am so excited. So, thank you. Thank you. We have so much to talk about. Yes. Um, I just want to start by saying, you know, I we've talked about this because I met you at Facile when I mm -hmm. came in to check out the new store and mm -hmm. we just clicked and I just instantly felt comfortable with you and we discussed facial treatments and things. And this is what really made me know that I can trust you. I, you handed me the mirror. I don't know if you remember this, the day we met, that beautiful day. <laughs> I do. You clearly. handed me the mirror, and I was just about to go off on myself. I was just about to go, I hate this about myself. This bothers me. And you go, what's your favorite thing about yourself? And I was like, wow, this is a different experience. Because I've had yeah. some, as I've told you, I've had some bad experiences. Yes. It, with uh, laser treatment mm -hmm. places and, and offices and whatnot. And you're just so... You're all about natural, subtle refreshings of the skin and, yes. and what makes you feel your best. And I started saying I hate my crow's feet. And you said, you look youthful and happy with your crow's feet. I'm not touching those. And I was like, wow, she's not out for my money. She's actually 
wanting to do some good and help me. So I'm so happy you're here. Oh, thank you. We have so much to discuss. So much. So let's start. Awesome. Uh, Let's start with... What does it mean to be a PA-C? <laughs> so, <laughs> for someone weird... who barely graduated undergrad <laughs> with a fucking communications degree, what does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, physician assistant certified. So, oh, yeah. That's not what I assume the C stood for. I know, it's kind of weird. Um, but the reason they do it is because when you're a student, it's PA-S for oh. student. And then once you pass your boards, they change it to a C. So it's so, fancier to have the C. Exactly. Okay. I mean, you don't want anybody touching your face unless they have the C. Got it. That being said, I mean, a lot of people just list their name as PA. There's no way they could be practicing without the C. Right. Um, so that's what that means. So if you were to go somewhere where there is a teaching hospital or teaching situation, uh-huh. those PAs might have a dash S. Yes. Because I got my, <laughs> when I got my um, my Paragard inserted, oh, geez. there was yeah, literally eight people watching. Really? Oh, no. <laughs> well, there was like a good amount. a baby, but it was really, reverse. You know, we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> no. But you know what? I was all about everybody learning. Yeah. Did, oh, have you ever you. seen that? Um, yes, many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Now I know who to call if I ever have any issues. Oh, God, no, no, I'll no. I'll FaceTime you. not my forte. I'll just, Please, no. You open the phone and you oh, my no. God. Okay, you're, I'll leave. No, you're no, off no. The hook. no. You're off the hook. No, I won't do that to you. you. Okay, and, and I'm just curious for myself, what, what is the training like to be a physician's assistant, um, yeah. uh, you know, uh, compared to a nurse or an actual doctor? Yeah, so it's um, basically it's like a med school um, – model. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, when doctors go to med school before they graduate and then they go to residency, but it's crammed into two years of grad school. So you do your typical undergrad where you just do a bunch of courses that really don't matter, you know, like bio and chem. I mean, some of it matters, but then you um, move on to get your master's degree. And those two years are just like med school crammed. And you take like three really um like one to three major exams a week. So it's really intense. And then you go on to do like your clinical rotation. So um, it's very like med school based. Um, But the difference is it's two years rather than four years. And then once you graduate, you don't have to do a residency like a doctor does. They have residencies available for PAs, but um, you're not required to do that. So the whole reason behind creating the profession was to get uh, more healthcare providers out with less um, schooling, essentially. So there was like a shortage, especially in primary care, although a lot of us are specializing now in like dermatology like I do. Um, And the difference is, so a doctor can own their own practice. They're kind of like the last man standing. Um, Whereas a PA, you work under a supervising physician at all times. They don't have to be on site necessarily, um, but you can't really own your own practice or be the last man standing. An RN or a nurse um, does typically four years of schooling, two to four. Um, So they have a bachelor's degree. They can go on to become a nurse practitioner, which is essentially the same thing as a PA. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. But they have more of like a nursing school background rather than a med school background. So that's really the only difference. Uh, But as a nurse or an RN, you can't diagnose or write prescriptions you just take orders essentially and you can yes <laughs> excellent and yeah. what did you study in school uh, like so you said you have a master's technically yeah Look yeah at you. <laughs> um, so undergrad, I did like a, an accelerated PA program because I knew straight out of high school what I wanted to do. Um, so undergrad, I got a bachelor's in health science. Cute. And then grad school was just, it was called PA studies. So they just geared it to, for that. That's so neat. Yeah. And thank you for doing that. You know, we, we need <laughs> less people trying to audition for commercials in this town. <laughs> so I appreciate that a I lot. love it. It's a great profession. So anybody looking into it, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And could you, if you wanted, eventually go go for the full Become doc? A doctor? Yeah. They have like maybe one or two bridge programs in the country. Um, so if I wanted to, I could. It's just... 
I, I, I have no reason yeah, to. You're happy where you're at. <laughs> I'm really happy. I yeah. love it. Well, listen, you're very good at what you do. Thank you. Um, I guess we should just get into, I mean, let's get into the, the mug, baby. Yeah. yeah. So Lena knows what she's talking about. <laughs> she's seen it all. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So I guess uh, I love where you work for Seal. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's a um, dermatology and boutique. Yes. Um, and one of the reasons, like, I was actually told by a really beautiful actress friend about Facile. Oh, really? Huh. About two weeks before I got an email oh, saying, no hey, we are opening a new store. Do you want to come say hi? I was like, what? So funny. Um, so I click on the website. The, web- the website is chic. And one of the <laughs> things I really like about it is you can click per concern. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, my skin's breaking out or, oh, I'm having some dark spots or whatever. And you can click and then look at all the different treatments available and come in for a consult or whatever. But I say we just start going down the list mm-hmm. and we chat, baby. Let's do it. So let's start with something I get emailed about constantly. <laughs> Acne. Same. Acne, <laughs> acne, acne, baby, acne. Now, um, I think you know this, but I am a recovering acne patient. I did yeah. two rounds of Accutane in my um, mid to early 20s. Yeah. So acne isn't a huge issue for me anymore while well, I'm in my mid-30s yeah. now. Your skin looks amazing. Thank you. I mean, it changed my, Accutane changed my life. Oh, yeah. But... I get a lot of emails about hormonal mm-hmm. acne. It's such, I know because I've been there myself, yep. it is the hard egg to crack. It is. It so really is. So you probably can't give us like a definitive, this is what's causing it answer, but let's talk cures yeah. of hormonal acne. Mm-hmm. So what what do we do? So there's no such thing, unfortunately, as a cure for acne, even Accutane doesn't count necessarily as a cure because, as you know, you've done two rounds and then typically we'll put someone on like a topical version of Accutane, which is a retinoid. Mm-hmm. When they're finished with it, when it comes to hormonal acne in particular, um, we know that what's causing it is not necessarily that your hormones are out of whack. It's just that we all have androgens, which are male hormones, and then the female hormones. The male hormones, you you become sensitive to them, and so that's why usually you'll break out in what we call like the beard distribution. That's where all my zits were. Yep, mm-hmm. because that's where all those androgen receptors are. And so um, one way you can quote-unquote cure it or manage it is um, – by taking a pill. So there's two options. You can either do a birth control pill, um, which for some people isn't a great option because of the side effects. And, and that works by increasing the female level of hormones. And then in turn, that kind of brings down the androgens or the male hormones. So would, would you say that's an off-label use for birth control? Um, they actually have a few brands that are on-label now. Because I remember acne, in yeah. 2003 when I got on birth control for the first time, uh-huh. you know, college experimenting, <laughs> you know. Um, there was orthotricycline low and all the yeah. commercials were like, give your face clear while you <laughs> fuck. And it was like this whole thing. And so yeah. I was like, oh, they just happened to probably notice it cleared acne and they're just putting that on there. So so people think, oh, yeah. You know. So, well, that one is actually um, approved for acne. Oh, nice. So, yeah, um, I don't know when that happened, right. but it is. Um, so that's one of my go-to's, but it's usually not honestly my first choice yeah. when it comes to the two options of pills, just because. Um, it's got more side effects than the alternative. I mean, which, you know, birth control is no joke. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. Um, that being said, no pill is any. Yes, no joke. pill Every is no pill joke. Has, yes. exactly. Every pill has exactly. Every pill is pill no has joke. Side effects, yes. but I do prefer personally. Everybody has their own practicing style, but there's a pill called spironolactone, which is not a birth control pill, which is what I was on before I got pregnant. And that was really working for me. And it's like a godsend. For a women. lot of my honeys are on that because mm-hmm. I've seen it on my Facebook group. Yeah. It's and so amazing. what is that? Is, is this a semi new thing? Because I wasn't um, <laughs> offered this when I did Accutane. It's an old, old medication. Um, but we discovered that it works really well for female acne because 
men taking it were developing what we call gynecomastia. They were developing breast tissue, and we're like, oh, my God, what's happening? And it was actually used for, like, blood pressure, heart things. So um, once again, an off-label use. Exactly. Okay. It's a diuretic pill. So this one's still off-label, but dermatologists prescribe it all the time. So they were like, what's happening here? And then they realized, oh, the spironolactone is blocking those male hormones, the androgens, without having to take a hormone, which is what birth control pills are. So you're not ingesting a hormone. You're just taking a hormone blocker, essentially. So fewer side effects, but you do have to deal with the diuretic side effects. Uh, But we do really low doses. So it's very, very safe and it works like a charm. So that's usually my preference um, unless somebody wants to go on birth control for that reason, too. And I know you're not um, an acupuncturist or a holistic, you know, practitioner, but no. if somebody didn't want to take medicines, yeah. is there, oh, yeah, do you yeah, have yeah, any yeah. ideas? Yes. Yeah. So topical retinoids are kind of like a mainstay for all types of acne, whether it's hormonal or not. Um, so that's usually where I go. I always ask my patients, like, how do you feel about taking a pill? If you're not comfortable, okay, let's not go there. I don't want to push you into that. Let's try this first. The topicals aren't quite as effective for hormonal acne, but they can work. So when I say retinoid, there's like a million different types out there. Um, you know, there's the over-the-counter ones. They're usually two week for acne and then there's the prescription ones and we'll kind of like talk about your skin type and and then I'll send whichever one sounds like it'll be the best for you. Do I need a retinoid? Everybody needs a okay, retinoid. Okay, I'm going to need you're a pregnant. I'm going to need a script. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's crazy is when I finished when I finished my first round of Accutane, my uh-huh. dermatologist, um, Dr. Rebecca Fitzgerald, oh, do you know yeah, her? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't met her personally, she's but she's been on Oprah. Well respected yes. in the so community. So, yeah, she her great. actually her PA, uh-huh. Julie Gray, who has since left the practice, oh, yeah. did both rounds of my Accutane and oh, I owe her my entire oh. life. I mean, I was going out on auditions, HD cameras don't play. Yeah. It was like no. really, it was really, really, and I had never had acne. So it was like, Adam, I'll show you a photo and I'll put one yeah, on Nashby.com. It was really upsetting and she helped me and I'm, oh, it was amazing. So shout awesome. out to all the PAs out there, change the world. But Dr. <laughs> Fitzgerald you. saw me in the elevator on the way up and she goes, God, you look fantastic. She was like, we need to get you on a retinoid, a retinoid <laughs> right now. She goes, it's anti-aging. You'll, you won't regret it. And guess what? I didn't use it. Oh no. Well, you know so what? So now I'm like, what would have happened? Would I look like a baby right now if I had? You look like a baby Thank already. Oh, so no harm done. Yes. But, um, I mean, at this point, since you've been so good with your acne, you could probably get away with like an over-the-counter one. Right. So. Well, I want the good good. You want the good I want good? that good good. <laughs> Come on, don't play with me, stuff. Lena. Yes, I'm not trying to get no damn different gel, okay? Hey, I love different. Oh, good. It's good stuff. Good to know. Yeah. Um, what, do you know what, uh, women in our 30s, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I got a lot of questions a lot of women or people in their 30s are getting acne. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like, what is going on? You know? I know. It's so weird. Is, is there anything specific you could recommend for that? Or are you still saying kind of the same stuff? Kind of the same stuff. It's kind of unfortunate in this day and age we don't have a ton of new developments for acne. It's it's a lot of the same old stuff. Um, so women in their 30s, typically it is hormonal. Um, and so either a pill to work on the hormones or a retinol or both together. Um, There's also other prescriptions out there that are anti-inflammatory, like Axone is a good one. Um, But it's interesting. I was talking to my supervising physician, Dr. Samulitis, our co-CEO of Facile, and she's been in It's a woman-ran practice. Yes, love it. We love it. Um, And she was she's been in derm forever um and we were talking and she was saying that she's been seeing more adult female acne patients lately and it wasn't always that way so we don't really know what's going on um in the US or maybe it's global i don't know but right. it seems like more women are developing adult acne so and it seems like it's trending that way so something's ain't going on ain't it great on. to be a gal yeah. ain't it great we don't have enough damn problems okay the damn For patriarchy real. <laughs> well, that's it. So uh, there's some treatment options listed on the website, like peels and oh, yeah, lasers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so let's get into that. Yep, the fun stuff. So let's talk peels, baby. Yes. 
what are, what are the benefits of appeal? And, and I'm specifically mm-hmm. referring to the type you do. And tell us kind of what that is. Because I know yeah. peel is a pretty broad term now. And you can yes. buy peels at Sephora. Mm-hmm. Or you can get them, you know. I, there's some crazy YouTubes of people doing them at home and their whole face goes up in oh, smoke. And, <laughs> which I, I'm, I don't recommend <laughs> oh, to anybody. No. <laughs> um, but just tell us a little bit about peels. Yeah. So chemical peels. I mean, like you said, there's a million different types out there and literally every you can get them uh, like over the counter. You can get them done um, at a medical office and even the medical offices all have different types. So they range. It really depends on the ingredients being used and how strong those ingredients are. There's different levels of chemical peels. You Like, for example, the ones we do, I love um, the Sensi Peel by PCA. It's super mild. Um, so it's really good for people who are just starting out with chemical peels, want like a refreshing of their skin. So what it does is it peels off just that top dead layer of skin off. Um, and you don't peel like in sheets or like a snake. It's just kind of like a flaking, if anything. But you'll notice your skin glowing um, more. And then um, for acne prone people, it's just going to kind of help to open things up. That being said, some people will have a little more of a breakout after their first couple peels because it's bringing out the gunk and that can cause um, acne. So that's the first type of peel we do. Uh, and then it kind of goes up from there. So we have chemical peels that are a bit stronger um, with an ingredient called TCA in it. And that um, just gives you even more of that shedding and, and takes off more layers of the dead skin. Um, and then you can also do more specific peels, like peels for pigmentation. So people with like um, sunspots or melasma, we can do peels that really help to lift up the pigment. And and those types of peels usually have um, things like hydroquinone or kojic acid, things that are going to bleach or lighten the skin. Not It's not like a legitimate bleaching. but yeah, it just It's not like pouring Clorox no. on your black t-shirt, right? No, no, exactly. It's a gradual thing. Which, who doesn't love a tie-dye moment? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't want that to, for your skin. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah. But you mean like lightening like, darker exactly, spots. Exactly, right. yeah. It usually takes a series um, to see a good result. Some people will see a result after one. Uh, but yeah, that's... That's basically chemical peels route summed up. And how often can you do them or should you do them? And should you not do them in the summer? Yeah. So once a month is generally what I recommend. If like depending on your goals. Okay. Um, So if you like, for example, want to clear up your acne Mm -hmm. faster, go ahead and do it once a month until your acne is clear, which should take anywhere from two to three to four months, depending on what regimen you're on. And you think it won't come back after that? Um, No, you have to be on something like a retinoid to maintain because that's preventative. Um, But it's something that's going to speed up the process for you. So once you're clear, then you can do it for maintenance maybe like once or twice a year. Um, And then so same thing. It's really based on what your goals are and like what your skin issue is. Well, for like Jackie J. So I did I did a chemical peel last year Uh and it was a friend of mine recommended it. It was like a med spa place. A nurse did it. Mm -hmm. She did I want to say six layers. Okay. Yeah. Because I told her I'm tough and my skin can handle it. And she couldn't believe. She was like, from one to five, what's your pain level? I said zero. Wow. So she kept putting layers, kept putting layers. <laughs> my skin broke out oh, no. like I was a horny teenager. Oh, you know, humping my boyfriend, listening to Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I haven't had acne like that since before my Accutane treatment. Oh, like, that sucks. It was horrible. Yeah. And I don't think it did anything. You but didn't now, get anything out of it. No, yeah. it just, I mean, but now hearing that, you say I need That's to do more. Because I, yeah. what I want is, I just, I have a little discoloration, right, mm-hmm. on my chin. And I just want that gone. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly feel like it might have made it worse. It can. Because so... I don't know if it was, maybe I didn't do enough sun protection mm-hmm. afterwards. Or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anytime. So with lasers, chemical peels, things like that, that cause inflammation to the skin. Um, if you're prone to hyperpigmentation, 
anytime you cause inflammation in the skin, it can worsen it. Yeah. And so you, I think we, it we definitely really, made it worse. Oh, that stinks. So what do be, I do, Lena? Can you fix it? <laughs> can I? We'll should I do a it. damn peel? <laughs> I mean, damn. If we do one, we have to film it and show the honeys. Yes. We could yeah, do a Facebook Live sure. or something. Yeah, we'd have to do like one specifically targeted for pigment. Right. Um, and then. Same thing. Like some people, I want to do my aren't. chest. That'd be cool. I feel like we can I'm, do the chest. Do you see this? Look at my tits. <laughs> you see this? I see like one little mole from well, where I'm sitting. But... I'm just starting to feel like I'm getting like a. That I'm do just... you put sunscreen on your neck? You better and believe chest, it. Everything, but, okay, good. but I used to go tanning the tanning beds uh, in my friggin' yes. teens. So you know, it's all now. catching yep. up. Yep, it does that. I mean, I'm no spring yep. chicken. I just turned thirty. <laughs> Four. You look so good. <laughs> Which I don't want anybody out there that's that's my age or older being like, don't say we're old. Yeah, I'm not celebrate. saying we're old. You're right. It's beautiful. I'm <laughs> it just is. saying I'm an actor and there's a lot of pressure on us <laughs> to keep looking fresh. Oh, I know. You know? It's crazy. So I'm I'm trying to look my age but good. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I'm trying to look my age but good. Yeah. Okay. I think that's great. Let's talk about lips. Oh, why don't we take a brickety break and then we're going to talk lips. Ooh. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And we're back! Okay. Lena, let's talk lips. Yes. <laughs> now, everybody wants healthy, moisturized mm-hmm. lips. Yep. And you do lips. I do. Would you yes. what's would you say you do that the most out of all your things um, you do to people? I think out of all the filler that I do, I think I do lip filler the most. Yeah, it's for sure. And yeah. why do you think it's become such a trend? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I Is think it it's because just beca- of the Instagram. <laughs> Maybe Instagram um so I think it's partly social media. I think it's partly influencers, mm-hmm. um, like celebrities who yeah. have kind of popularized a certain look. Um, but I think now the trend is going towards natural finally, which I love because that's just my style anyway. Um, yeah, everybody go to Delina's Instagram. What is it, <laughs> Lena? Oh, it's Lena Met Derm. Yeah. Thank you. And look at those lips. It I is mean, super subtle. Super I mean... subtle. Just a little <laughs> surge of moisture and plumpness. It yeah. looks like you put a good lip gloss on. Exactly. I mean, we can go for a more um, more dramatic look, but if you're looking for like the really crazy look, don't come to me. Uh, but yeah, we can definitely do something a little more dramatic. If someone comes in asking for that, we can definitely do it. But I'm just really into just that tiny little yeah. smidgen of like what you've lost over time um, because we do lose lip volume as we age. Yes. Um, and so then your lips start to kind of flatten out, especially on your profile, um, and they start to look a little more dehydrated. So a little lip filler can really help with that. But it's kind of interesting. I don't know if this happened to you, but um, for me personally and a couple other people I know – Sometimes when you get lip filler, your lips can actually get more dry. Like they look hydrated, but you get a little more dry. So you still have to take care of them and and do um, like lip masks. Right. And you can't just you can't just get it and then not work anymore. Honey. Exactly. This face is a constant work. Yes. Yes. Um, let's talk about the different types of fillers. Yeah. Because I feel like the one we always hear about is Juvederm. Juvederm, mm-hmm. Juvederm. Highly, or <laughs> Kylie Jenner, Juvederm, Kylie mm-hmm. Juve, Juvie Kylie. But there's other ones out there. Um, so let's just run down the list. Okay. And then tell us, like, the difference between it. Yes. And the price difference, maybe. Yes. Just in general. Yes. So, um... What's the cheapest one? <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, at least at our practice, the cheapest, quote-unquote, one right now... The least expensive. Yes, is Volbella, and the only reason it's cheaper is because... um, Well, it now comes in a full syringe, but it used to only come in, like, about half, a little over half a syringe. So it's cheaper because there's less of it. Less, exactly. But that's a newer... 
um, generation filler that's made by the same company that makes Juvederm. So for a while, that was my go-to because it gives you a really natural, subtle, hydrated look. But now I've kind of changed to something else that I love. So going down the line, I think that's the cheapest one just because you get less. So yeah, if you – okay, so you would buy – I ha- so explain the kind of the syringes. Yes. Um, how that works. So it, it comes in a full syringe, which is one cc, which when you squirt all the filler out, like I've done this with expired filler, it's really not a lot. Right. It's very I mean, little. a cc is small. It's Because don't they do breast implants? You always hear like, I got 60, 40 cc oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Exactly. It's, or when I watch Grey's Anatomy, they're like, I need 10 cc of bloody blood. Yeah. Stat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know a lot about so. medical stuff. I don't know if I you know it. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you could literally fit it in a teaspoon. Um, it's less than a teaspoon. It's oh, a shit. teeny bit. Yeah. But it it just it does what it needs to do that teeny bit. So um, so it typically does come in a full CC, but some products will come in less. So mm-hmm. if you want to specify, usually that's up to your provider um, deciding how much they think you're going to need. If you have a smaller lip to begin with, you're not going to need as much. If you have a wider, bigger mouth, you're going to need a little more. Steven Tyler would so. need a full CC. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I wonder if he's done his lips. You mean? No, I don't know. I mean, Mm. you know, I'm convinced everyone has at this point, so who knows? (laughs) Probably. And what is it made out of? Yeah, so um, lip filler specifically. I mean, all fill, most fillers made out of hyaluronic acid, which is like a basically a man-made form of something that we naturally have in our bodies. Um, so it's like a gel, a clear gel. And the reason we like hyaluronic acid gels for the lip is because it's Number, it's very soft, number one. You don't want a hard filler in your lip. And number two, it's reversible, which is really nice. So if you, like, hate the result, God forbid, thankfully we have a reversing agent that we can inject to dissolve it um, or if there were a complication or something like that. So I just um, stick to the reversible types. Um and then, so yeah, we didn't go through all the, did you want to go back to going through all the different sure. types of fillers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Juvederm is like the well-known one. It's kind of thicker. It's more cohesive. So if you're looking to add quite a bit more volume or kind of um, work on maybe changing the shape of your lip a little bit, um, you can do Juvederm. It also gives you more of like a pillowy look, I guess. It's not as structured. I mean, Kylie. Um, Yeah, exactly. So just think about her lips. Um, And then Volbella is just, it's similar. It's very, very, very fine though. So that's good for like, Um, people looking for just a teeny touch of um, volume or like hydration and it's super subtle so most people when you get it you're not going to notice a big difference I do notice more swelling after that one specifically so if you're going to get lip filler make sure you talk to your provider about which filler you're getting and like expect to be swollen maybe bruised for a couple days Um, and then so that's that line Juvederm Volbella. There's also one called Velour now that's kind of in between Juvederm and Volbella. Um, I don't use that one much. I know a lot of other providers who do. It's a good product. And then there's the um, other company which makes the Restylane product. So there's Restylane Silk, which was kind of like comparable to Volbella. It's super fine, um, but it swells a lot. I found some. It's not my favorite one for the lip. Um, and then there's Restylane Refine, which is my new favorite for the lip. I love the reason is it gives you a similar result to the Volbella, but almost like a little more structure and less prone to lumpy bumpy. Some people will get lumps and bumps from the fillers. So it kind of depends on like how it's injected, your uh, muscle movements and things like that. So, but I've just found that a lot less complications with Restylane and Refine. So I love that one. Um, And then there's like other fillers that I don't typically put in the lip, but there's a ton out there. So there's so many options. Yeah. It's crazy. And then some of those ones you can, you get in all kinds of places. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can get them in the cheeks, the tear trough, the chin, the jawline. A lot. Some of these places are not 
technically FDA approved. Under eye, right? Are there none for under eye yet? Not yet. Yeah, but They're everybody does it anyway. To, exactly. Do you do under eye on people? I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we'll talk about that because we're about to get to under eye. But Perfect. real quick, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really surprised that no nosy Nellies DM'd me and noticed that Lena put Restylane Refine in my lips. <laughs> I did a half syringe and nobody fucking noticed. So I'm officially telling y'all that I've had a half syringe of Restylane Refine put in my lips. So take a look at my Instagram and see if you can tell when it happened. I literally was snapping photos of myself the day of and nobody noticed. Not nobody. My husband didn't notice. My best friend didn't notice. My parents didn't notice. My sister didn't notice. Nobody noticed. But I'm so happy. Good. I love it so much. Yay. And I'm going to keep doing it for the rest of my life probably. Amazing. Yeah, you kind of get hooked. So... Yeah, so it's so people, subtle. Yeah, for some people, that's the goal. It's like I don't want people to notice. Yeah. it's just for me. It's for me, so and I don't have to overline my exactly. lips. Exactly, it just looks like I have great lipstick on now. Right, and if that's your goal, then job done. And so, I yeah. discussed it on Natchbute a while ago when I had Meatball the drag queen on. <laughs> uh, she was saying, "Oh, I'm about to get my lips done." I said, "Oh, oh I am," because remember you were going to do mine over the summer. Oh yes. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm thinking about doing Vobella," mm-hmm. and then everybody would DM me every time I put a photo up of my lipstick people go oh did you do your lips (laughs) I even got some DMs people going hey we're excited when you do your lips it'll look great like so I'm happy that y'all are all happy for me but um uh, like I said Lena's gonna do it for me and then how does it work necessarily the filler can can over time help build collagen right and Mm -hmm. so eventually maybe you won't have to get it anymore or get it way less yeah so we found that um Filler does stimulate collagen production because it's causing a little bit of maybe like a reaction. Your immune system is coming to the area and being like, what is this? It's filler. And then it lays down collagen. We don't really know how it works, but right. it happens. How crazy. I know. It's kind of amazing. So, Freaky. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of people will notice as they continue to build their filler, so maybe getting it every year or every six months. If you continue with it, at some point you'll notice, like, oh, I, I don't need to do this as often. So, I have a friend who hasn't done it in four years, and you can't tell. Oh, that's awesome. But, like, look so, at Kylie. You know, Kylie said she, uh, quote, unquote, I don't know if she really did, but right. she said she stopped getting it, but mm-hmm. she still has bigger lips than she had before, mm-hmm. so something happened. Yeah, yeah. So we don't think it really, like, inflates the lips where they'll become like weird looking and deflated when it wears off but yeah it does something um where it just it lasts longer yeah it it, i don't think that happens typically if you just get it once and then you're done i think it's more of something like if you continue to do it then it'll build up and how long does it last? I know it varies per person mm-hmm. and per uh, filler, yes. but in general, if you got if if you went to see Lena right now and she put it in your lips, how long mm-hmm. will you be looking puff puffed up and cute? <laughs> it really <laughs> depends. I think on average about a year, mm-hmm. depending on the the product. But for some people, it's as little as six months, depending on your metabolism and other factors. Um, so yeah, I usually say anywhere from six months to a year. And for some people, like your friend, it lasts way longer. Yeah. So it's so hard to say, but I would just say set your expectation for like the six month to year range. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move up that face to the eyes. Oh yes. We got a lot of questions about treating under-eye dark circles, mm-hmm. at which I'm very blessed and privileged that I don't have that problem. Yeah, you're so lucky. <laughs> but it's a big issue. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the treatments that are available for that? Yeah, so under-eyes are tricky because there's so many different causes for the dark circles. Um, and A lot of people just genetically have it. Yeah. For some people, it's genetic. For some people, it's allergies. For some people, it's they're rubbing their eyes too hard. Other people, it's just their skin is very thin, and so all the blood vessels are showing up. So there's a lot of different causes, and you really want to evaluate what the cause is. For some people, it's volume loss. So that's when filler comes into play. I always get my fingers on like your orbital rim to feel on the bone if that's where you're losing volume. So you'll see people with like a little indentation sometimes and and that's where you may be a good candidate for filler. Um, And that will help to kind of 
mask some of that darkness just because it's lifting the skin up off the blood vessels mm-hmm. by creating, um, you know, it's getting rid of the volume deficit. So um, if you notice that, then you're a good candidate. But for other people, it's not that there's volume loss. It's just that their skin is thin. So to stimulate collagen, I really like microneedling, microneedling with PRP, um, things like that, just natural ways to try to thicken the skin under the eyelid. And for some people, they may need to even go to something as drastic as like a CO2 laser, which we don't offer at Facial, but it's where they basically ablate, take off like that whole top layer of your skin, and that stimulates collagen I want to do that. So, no, don't. You do <laughs> no, not No, I want that. to. <laughs> no. I, I want a laser to no. just completely <laughs> just, just descale me like an onion. I mean, turn it up all no. the way. You do not need that. That's for like... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna Google it and go somewhere after no, this. Okay, no. I won't. You know I won't do that. You're the only one I let touch this smoke from now on. Good. Uh, yeah. Um. So tell us what PRP yes. is and microneedling. I'm talking. Let's go to the just layman of layman. Yeah. Okay. What so is that? Microneedling is this little handheld device. There's all sorts of devices out there, but they're all basically the same. They have teeny, teeny little needles on the end that vibrate, and we um, just kind of go across your skin with those needles. And what that does is it creates these tiny little holes or channels in your skin. Um, And so that needle is penetrating down to the dermis, which is a deeper layer of skin where collagen is formed. And so those little injuries are causing your immune system to come to the area, heal the skin, and lay down new collagen without forming scar tissue. Um, Who the fuck discovered that? Yeah, I know. That's so insane. (laughs) When you hear it, it's insane. They've been doing it in Asia for, like, ever. Right. So uh, that's... All the beauty stuff comes from there, I feel like. I'm telling you. (laughs) When I was in Japan... I've never seen more beautiful skin in my life. I know. I was having my breath taken away. <laughs> you know, I appreciate I it. They don't fuck around with the sun. No. I mean. No. Yeah, they're way ahead of their time. You ever see ladies wearing gloves driving in L.A.? Oh, yeah. I appreciate the umbrella. that. They I are I committed it. to yes. their craft. I, I'm here for it. I'm here it's for amazing. it. amazing. And then we appropriate <laughs> and make it our own. Yep. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. So thank you. We, we appreciate that. Yes. Uh, tell us what PRP is. PRP. So PRP is where we draw your blood. We spin it down. And, and what does that mean? Well, so we put what it in What does spin your blood mean? That sounds crazy. <laughs> we put it into this little machine mm-hmm. called a centrifuge that's specifically designed to... Uh, basically, it just does that. It like spins in a circle, and eventually, the the blood cell, the red blood cells, separate from the platelet-rich plasma, which is like this the PRP, yes, honey. Yes, this like light yellowish liquid. Um, the liquid gold that's full of your own natural growth factors in those platelets. So growth factors, what those things do, they bring more collagen into the skin. So when we inject it, we apply it as we microneedle, it's penetrating down to the dermis and just bringing in even more collagen. So it just makes the whole treatment a lot more effective. It's been around for a long time as well. They've been using it in like dentistry and and like um, they've been injecting joints and things with it. And then they started applying it to dermatology because we're vain as hell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and what is the? How often are you, do you? Sh- is that different for per person? If I go do one, it's not going to do anything, right? You have to like do a few of them. Yeah, you should do a series. Um, and these ain't cheap. No, they're not. Yeah. So usually, what I say is like just. Get a series first of just plain microneedling and then add one on with PRP. And I think that's effective too. I have a um, friend who said it completely filled her nasal labials in. Like it oh, made yeah. the whole this whole area plump up. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, it's not that drastic for everybody. Everybody's results are different and how much collagen you can stimulate. But for some people, it is amazing. So, yeah, I think it's a really nice, safe option for the under eye because, again, with the under eye, if you overfill it or if you go wrong, it can look really bad. I'm also really curious about, like, over time, Mm -hmm. you know? I know it's a fairly new 
trend. And, and like mm-hmm. you said, FDA hasn't technically approved the under eye filler. Right. So we don't know. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean. But we, no judgment. It, Everybody <laughs> do your thing. I'm not judging you at all. I mean, I just told y'all I had my lips done. So I'm clearly here for this. <laughs> it kind of would act like filler anywhere else in the face because we have Fillers approved for injection along the cheekbone. It's kind of similar to that. We inject it right on the bone, typically in the tear trough area. Um, so, but it can last a lot longer in the under eye because That's nice. you do not move that part of oh, your yeah. face. So, well, yeah. speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good twitch, baby. <laughs> I get really involved when I go dancing. I, I dance from the neck up. You know, it's all about my face. So. <laughs> but, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So we don't really know. I mean, we'll see. I I think it's safe, but the good news is there's dissolvers. So I I don't know. Some people still do the non-reversible fillers, like some providers and patients, but I'm just not. That sounds pretty – I mean, you don't do that. No, I don't. That sounds just, pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean – a lot of those are older products, mm-hmm. and so it's like, why use that if we have something reversible now? But not judging anybody yes. again. This is like to each their own. Everybody has a preference of why they use different things, but I just personally don't. Why don't we take our second break, and when we get back, we're going to talk wrinkles, baby. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we're back. One more question. Uh, while we're talking under eye. Yes. You know, I've told you about my under eye texture. Oh, yeah. What do I do? Would PRP be good for me? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's good for anybody who's looking to improve their texture. It's just it's not – it's tough because it's not like a miracle guarantee treatment because it really depends on your own body's collagen stimulation. So it's not like Botox where I can say, yes, 100%, this is going to soften those lines and this, I can guarantee that this is going to make this better. Um, so it's kind of one of those things that you have to be willing to invest in it and, and try it and take the risk of it not working for you. Right. Um, and that's something I think just setting the expectation is important. So That's very true. Nothing's yeah. going to magically make no. you look you know, perfect no. overnight. No. And I believe in the treatment. I love right. it. I love microneedling. I love PRP. I've had people have amazing results in the under eye, acne scarring, different things. Um, But not, you know, I'll have one or two people who are not wowed by it. And so that's just something you kind of have to anticipate and just know, like, my results might not be as good as someone else's. So, yeah. But I think it's a good, safe option. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about these at-home microneedlers? Should we all hmm. just stop messing around? Because I, I have one. <laughs> well, I don't know how I feel about them. Honestly, I'm, yeah. like, torn. Because, yeah. I mean, it's such a good thing for your skin. You're stimulating collagen. The thing that I'm not so sure about is, like, how clean are these needles if you're right. having to reuse them? Um that's number one. Number Because, like, in the office, we always use a fresh pack of needles. That makes sense. Because um, it says on mine, like, clean very thoroughly in between. And it has all these <laughs> instructions. And I was like, it right. says, don't let anyone else touch it and all this stuff. Yeah, you have to be so careful. Um, because I mean, so I shouldn't have done his butt with it? I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. I would never, first oh of all, I would God. never do that to her. No. <laughs> Chuchi doesn't need any treatment. No, you see does. her? She She's looks so beautiful. young. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Um. No, yeah. So that's the one thing, just cleanliness and then the bacteria. Yeah. Because it's going into your skin. You have right. to be careful. And then, like, also what you're applying afterwards. So after you microneedle, you have to be careful and use really gentle, sometimes non-botanical things because these 
serums and creams are penetrating deeper, and some of them are not indicated. They weren't designed to penetrate open skin, so it could cause like a weird reaction. So you have to be careful. And then the other thing is like, are these needles going deep enough to really make a difference? We don't know. Yeah. Because if you're how, not, how big are the ones you're sticking in people's faces? <laughs> I mean, mine's pretty thick. Really? Yeah. It's a one one millimeter. Oh wow, that's yeah. deep. Well, they asked me which one I wanted, and of course I said, "Fucking prick me up, baby." I said, "Give me the biggest one you got." I said, "Give me that, the wow. monster truck." Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised they have that. That's interesting. Did you just get it like a regular store? No, they sent it to me. Derma Roller, like oh, the really? Derma Roller brand. They go yeah. that deep. Wow, I didn't know that. It might go even deeper, for all I know. Do you bleed? When you do No. Oh, okay. I'm a tough-ass bitch, Lena. that's so weird because, well, How good was I when you did me? How, be honest. How good of a patient. Did I flinch? She did not flinch. No. She had like a serene smile. (laughs) Well, I had Chuchi in my arms. (laughs) I know. But beauty is pain. you were amazing. I'm a weak, I'm very weak, like mentally, physically, emotionally. But when it comes to beauty, (laughs) I buck up. I buck the fuck up with beauty. You can she prick did. me, stick me, bleach me, cream me, you know, laser my cooch. I, I can handle it. I can handle it all. I was very impressed. Okay, um, let's talk uneven skin tone. Yes. What do we do? We've discussed this a little bit. We talked about peels. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, uneven skin tone. So it really depends. Like, um, if you have redness or brown spots, lasers can be really good for uneven skin tone. Should I do that? Um, you know, I did Clear and Brilliance and I hated it. Really? Wait, what happened with the Clear and Brilliance? Nothing. Oh, nothing. <laughs> it was the biggest goddamn. Of oh, course, I didn't go to Facile. I went to Laser yeah, Away. Fuck you, Laser Away. Yeah, that's right. I'm calling y'all out. <laughs> Fuck you, Laser Away's con artist. If you want con artists to inject you, go there. Okay. <laughs> Because it was the opposite experience of Facile. I walk in and they literally go, you know, you could do your lips and chin. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what? I've never even thought about doing my fucking lips or chin. Like, they're con artists. They prey on people. Oh, and if you, check their, if you check their Yelp, they'll agree. <laughs> so, anyway, go to Facile. It's right down the street in Pasadena. <laughs> and they're much nicer. Okay. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Skin tone. Yes. The clear and brilliant. Yeah, late. I mean, the clear and brilliant is like a very safe, mild yeah. laser. I did three of them, by the way. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if yeah. maybe they didn't turn it up enough. Uh, I don't know. You know, it, it might. Pigment is tough. It's yeah. so stubborn. Right. So like, mine I, is stubborn. Yeah. As so fucking Scorpio, <laughs> a Taurus. My <laughs> melasma is as, a Taurus. Is as yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm married to a Taurus. Oh, I really? know. Yeah. Me too. You are too? Yeah. Too. We should have a double date. I know. Um, well, then they'd so- just be stubborn <laughs> yeah. in the corner and you and I would go off having fun. <laughs> stubborn melasma. I mean, is this melasma? Do you I, see it? I didn't wear any makeup today for you. Um, I can't see it from here. We'll have to look. Help me, Lena! <laughs> it's hard. This lighting. Oh, my God. This lighting, I can't really see. It doesn't look like typical melasma. It looks like more like hyperpigmentation. So what's the difference? Because yeah. we keep, I keep throwing the M word around like I have, I'm a damn PAC. I don't know. It's a tough distinction. Um, melasma is classically usually on like the upper lip, okay. the cheeks, the forehead. You'll see it's more like a interesting like mottled okay. and, and very distinct. Yours is more, I don't know, it kind of blends in with your skin more. I'm wondering if it was from that chemical peel. I'm telling you, it, it could have been. It really because, did a number on me. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, some people But what do we do? Help me. We could do, um, since laser didn't really make a big difference for you and you're prone to hyperpigmentation, a peel specifically for hyperpigmentation. Yeah. So my favorite one is the Cosmolon, but it's intense. Like you have to plan for it. Oh, like you have to take a week of work off? Um, I mean, I don't have a job, so that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, so you'd be fine. But yeah, like, they're, uh, they're going to stare at me in here. I don't yeah. care. So for 10 days, you'll be like <gasps> red, peely. Oh, but it's great. And you get this like kit to take home that you do for a couple months after with some fading creams. Oh, but um, that one is pricey and we do have to order it per How much is it? person. Um, I think we charge 1200 Damn, yeah. Gina! 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's an well, investment. Well, we're not going to do that. It's kind of like a. I just bought a car. We're not going to、oh, do that.、Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's an investment if you're、right. like really pissed about your hyperpigmentation. But like, I don't have that much. No, it's you just、don't. on my chin. You don't. But that's the thing. Sometimes. Even if it's really light, it can be super stubborn. No, it's really so, obnoxious because I like to not wear makeup.、Mm-hmm. But even if I take a photo in the car, it's、really? like I, it looks like I have a brown beard on in the、oh, photo. I've never noticed. It doesn't filters, I think your, babe. Filters,、yeah. and sometimes I facetune. Oh、um, really? I I color my darkness over. Really? Yeah, I'm、huh. telling you, it's really. We need to we ha- we need to look at this again in the office、yeah. sometime. Oh yes, next But, next、um, time I'm there, you can、yeah. scrape me up or something. I mean, we could also do like a series of milder chemical peels with hydroquinone. Uh, but then you have to do a series. You have to do、yeah. like at least three. Yeah. So we could try that. But again, it's like what if it doesn't go、tough. away? It might not, and we need to get you on an at-home regimen. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll do that. Yes. Well, let's talk wrinkles. Yes. Can you tell us how Botox works? Because it's very crazy. It's very <laughs> it crazy. science fiction almost. <laughs> so tell us what is Botox? How does it work? And and we've already kind of discussed the unit thing,、yeah. but kind of tell us about、oh, units、yeah. and like the typical amount people get、mm-hmm. and、uh, yeah. and the and the places people get it and all that stuff. Yes. So Botox been around for a while now. It has, but it,、um, it only became super popular because I feel like people know about it now. I used to do eyelashes on people.、Uh-huh. I've done eyelashes on actresses in their forties and fifties. They were、uh-huh. like, "I've been doing it since I was twenty-five. I'm doing it since I was twenty-nine." So it's a, it's been around. We just yeah, it no,、didn't... it's been around for a while. Yeah, and um, it's it's pretty cool the way it was discovered too. Actually, it was like a derm married to an eye doctor, and the eye doctor was injecting someone for their um. Like there was, they had an eye disorder where the muscle was causing the eye to twitch, and then they, the patient was like, "Oh, my wrinkles are gone." So they came in demanding the other side be done, and then voila, Botox was born. So once so again, an off-label use because Botox、yep. is also used to treat、uh, migraine headaches、mm-hmm. and and other and like you said, like、yep. uh, muscle exactly issues. Yeah, yeah. So it's on label for that now, but、um, it basically just causes.、Um, Like a blockage of a signal from your muscle to your nerve, so、um, your brain can't communicate to that muscle to move anymore. So it relaxes the muscle. Isn't that crazy? Because it's insane. What it's- I assumed was. <laughs> You inject something in your face, and it like makes your skin relax or just smooths out your wrinkles. But that's not what happens.、No. It goes into your brain, and your brain turns the signal off for that f- muscle to move. Well, it goes into your muscle, right?、Okay. And it stays right there. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> but it doesn't okay. go all the way. This is why、brain. you're here. This is why you're here. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not injecting the brain, but but yeah, the brain is you know it signals, so the signals turn off, and so. Really, it's best for areas that the wrinkles are being caused by muscle movement, and so those areas are like the crow's feet around the eye because we have this like circular muscle that's squeezing the eyelid shut, and and that's causing those lines. It's kind of like if you take a piece of paper and keep folding it, eventually you're going to have a crease there, and so you don't want to treat just the crease because that's not going to get rid of the issue. You need to treat the folding. You need to stop the muscle movement. Right.、Um, so that's a popular area, the area between the brow. People call the eleven lines, like when you furrow your brow,、um, and then when you raise your brow, that's a big muscle called the frontalis, and that you get the little lines in your forehead. That's usually where people start noticing is there, and then. Um, the eleven lines, and then we do again off-label stuff, of course, in the lower face, the more fun stuff like、um, the neck and around the mouth. You botox your damn neck? Yeah. For what? It's amazing. What does it, it do? Tightens your neck,、oh, and it kind of gives you. I mean, you're do not. Do I need that? You're not there yet. If you wanted to do it preventatively, you could. But so then there's that whole thing of preventative, preventative.、Yes. So you <laughs>、exactly. you get it before you yes, have a wrinkle,、yes. and then you can prevent it. Prevent yeah. It, so yeah. people they did studies on twins, and the twin who started getting Botox、um, early in her life had a lot fewer wrinkles. When you say early, age. they they Botox in like a ten year old.、Oh, or what do you no, mean? No, no, <laughs> I don't even know when、yeah. they started. I don't yeah, remember、okay. to be honest. But most people now. Not most, but a lot of women and men now are starting in their twenties.、Yeah. I started when I was like twenty three, but I wasn't religious about it. I would just get it like every six months or so.、Um, 
and it is preventative, which is really cool. So that's it's been like an amazing treatment. That's one of my favorite things to do. And again, it's done in units. Yeah. And and most places charge you a certain amount of money per unit. Per unit, yes. And then, so let's just say, like, if you were going to do um, a forehead wrinkle, I know that's uh-huh. very general. Like, yeah. how much of how many units would that take? Yeah. I know it varies. Yeah. So, um, units are a little different than syringe. What we talked about, right? The lip filler. Um, usually, like, let's say forehead, you wanted to treat be around 10 units or less. Right, because you're very conservative. I can't even tell you. They put 40 units in my face at Laser Way. Yeah. Me, look at me. I'm beautiful. Can you believe that? No, but... um, So that's, yeah, typical. I mean, some muscles are stronger. The 11 lines, the average is like 20 units. And then the crow's feet, it really depends on how strong your muscles are. But like, yeah, someone like you or... For me, we don't need as much, especially if you – that's the other cool thing. If you start, if you start early, early, you don't need as much. You're like a cheap date. You don't need a lot of Botox. Uh, so I, I have here who is a candidate for Botox. You're, you're saying pretty much anybody. Yeah, pretty much anybody. <laughs> Unless you're pregnant, you can't – or you have like a neuromuscular disease like um, can peop- MS. Can or... people with sensitive skin get Botox? For sure, yeah. It's, it's not going to – cause i mean it's so rare for anybody to have an allergy or reaction to it knock on wood i've never had anybody have a reaction usually you'll have like little pink mosquito bite looking bumps for about five minutes they'll go down and some people will get like a little bruise so i mean you can't guarantee not getting a bruise most people don't yeah yeah and then how long does it last yeah, so usually anywhere from like three to six yeah. months depends on the so person that's, again. That's the one thing about it. it's a rich man's game. Yeah, because it <laughs> it does not last on me. It doesn't last three months tops. Yeah, so yeah, three months is the if average. You, if you do the math, you're you're dropping a couple hundred every three months. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. it's a rich man's I, game. Yeah. I do have some people though that will come in like once a year for their birthday, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because it's, it's preventative. Be, yeah. And, so it's not going to make your lines any worse if you do it and then you're like, oh, I can't afford to keep up with it. Right. You can just do it whenever you want to. For anybody out there who isn't interested in getting, you know, their wrinkles injected with Botox or we didn't even talk about D-Sport, the other one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Same thing, basically. What are some other treatments for wrinkles uh-huh. or or maybe some products you like or treatments yeah. if, if for somebody, you know, wanting to take a little different approach? Do you have yeah. any recs? Um. For people that want to go the natural route, I love the microneedling, microneedling Mm -hmm. PRP because we're not putting anything into your skin. It's Mm -hmm. just your own natural collagen. Um, And then, of course, yeah, stuff at home. So sunscreens, number one, SPF 30 or higher every single day on whatever's exposed. Two would be a retinoid, which there's a million out there. My favorite one over the counter is called Sente Biocomplete Serum. So you can get that. online or at a distributor so we have it at our office um and then the fun stuff like the glycolic acids you can add on later antioxidants like vitamin c is really good but really the two most important workhorses are sunscreen and a retinoid i would say love it yeah well you know what We've already hit an hour, (laughs) and we still have all of the honey's questions to get to, and they're so exciting. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a part two because this (laughs) we got too much to talk about. So why don't we wrap up by you telling us where we can find you on social media, where we can find you if we want you to stick our face with something (laughs) or rub a cream or do a PRP (laughs) or just tell us where we can find Lena. (laughs) So you can find me on Instagram at Lena Metderm, L-E-N-A-M-E-T-D-E-R-M. And you love DMs, right? Um, I do, yeah. yeah. So feel free to DM me with all your questions. Um, and then you can find me if you want to see me in person. Um, in Pasadena, our office is on Lake Avenue, and it's right next to Soul Cycle. if you know where that is. 
Yeah, and yeah. there's a lemonade there. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful stuff. So you can a... call Facile Pasadena, mm-hmm. ask for an appointment with Lena, mm-hmm. and then you can do a consultation. Do, are the yep. consultations free? Uh, no, the consultations are I think one twenty five maybe, but that goes towards your treatment. Yeah. So even if you decide not to do a treatment that day, it would go towards a treatment in the future. Right, and that's any treatment that Facile does. Yeah, besides facials, because I don't do the facials, or esthetician does, and they're amazing too. So, oh, I'm yeah, sure. Definitely. All right, check well, them out. why don't we wrap up? And you know, I'm gonna keep you here all damn day. I don't, I don't care that you're pregnant. Okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna work it's you like fine. a horse. I am loving this. Oh, I am too. We are, and the questions are my favorite part. Mine too. So tune in for part two with Lena Metcalf. Everybody, remember to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. It's a good show.